0: Hello, I'm Tiffany, the creator of the Belly Dance Bundle and your host here on Yalla Rocks. Today's guest is Amanda Rose, who is currently based in Barcelona, Spain, and who has her master's degree in dance movement therapy. For the 2021 bundle, Amanda will be providing one of her signature series, Reset and Refresh, which is fantastic. I took it back when it was available earlier this year. In addition to that, Amanda is also offering a four-class series of her Move, Express, Connect, and Grow class, which draws on all of the learning she did through her master's program and meshes it with her belly dance experience. Let's dive into today's interview. Hello, dancers, and welcome to Yala Rocks, belly dance podcast that helps you design your personal practice. Today, we're here with Amanda Rose. Welcome back, Amanda. I'm so happy to have you back for another year of the bundle. This is amazing that we get to do this again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm
1: excited. I also like this because this is my fourth year. So I was almost with you since conception. And uh, it's been cool to watch the project really grow and grow and grow. And
0: and the bundle is now like the bundle. I know. It's like it's a whole different thing than it was when we started, which is uh, amazing to to watch. Cause even I look back at it and I'm like, Oh, how did we get here? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's cool. Four years has flown. <laughs> how, um, how have you been in the last year? You've been creating a bunch of new stuff. So I want to talk, I want to talk about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I've, I've been busy. I've been good. Um, I finally kind of made the transition, uh, out of my master's program back into normal life and, and started to kind of work on new projects. I'd say it honestly took me like a year to a year and a half of distance from my master's program to really want to start to engage with any of the, any of what I actually did in the program because I was so exhausted the program. So uh, yeah, I'll give you some background information. Yeah, I yes, did tell a- us all about it for people <laughs> who don't know you. Right. I did um, a master's program in clinical psychology, dance movement therapy at La Universitat de Barcelona here in Barcelona. And I, um, it was a three and a half year program. So it was re- it was really quite long. It was, it was kind of stacked. So it was like the first year was peer theory. The second year was theory and practicum. The third year was, uh, practicum and projects. And the third and a half year was the, the thesis. And my thesis ended up being like 120 pages. So it was like wow. nothing to, uh, yeah, exactly. I know it was like, yeah. I think it's close to twenty five thousand words. So amazing. Uh, and actually, um, I did my my thesis on the therapeutic capacities of Oriental dance in Western culture and context. So um, I, I did my research, uh, but I was exhausted after I was done.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
1: So so it really took me like a year and a half before I wanted to come back to any of it it was definitely something that I wanted I just needed distance and since then I've started to create new kinds of opportunities for dance education instruction coaching um I just have realized the profound need and capacity of of a little DMT dance movement therapy or the concepts and um the theories, the space, the techniques that can really support, um, you know, the average person, uh, or a dancer and in a lot of different ways. So I really wanted to start incorporating that into what I did. Um, I don't have, I am a full-time dancer and I've been a full-time dancer for 10 years. It's Actually, this month is my anniversary, my 10 year anniversary. Ooh. Yay. Very proud of myself. And, um, and I don't see myself not continuing to be a dancer, so I've been slowly working in ways to incorporate uh, dance movement therapy and and how that exists in exploratory movement and uh, into my dance work versus moving into a clinical setting where I would be working specifically as a dance movement therapist. Uh, It may be in a specific uh, mental health dynamic or um, a clinic or something like that. So at this time, this is how I've chosen to integrate this kind of uh, study and education
0: that I've had into my work. And this is where the move, connect, express, grow classes have come from, which you are putting some of in the bundle this year.
1: Yeah, exactly. This is this is exactly what I wanted to do. You know, it's one of the f- kind of like fundamental concepts of DMT that through movement you connect with yourself, and through that connection, you have the capacity to uh, express, um, and then from that expression, you can create growth. And this cyclical experience of um, of how they all interact together and how we evolve as people and as dancers. So the Move, Connect, Express, Grow classes definitely have a therapeutic capacity and space, um, though they're not uh, direct therapy. The groups are open. It's a class. It's very supportive. It's usually maintained at um, a minimal number of students, because there's a verbal check-in, a verbal check-out, and then there's a movement dynamic in the middle that's always free movement and guided improvisation. So participants come, and in the beginning, I maybe give them some things to think about and questions for them to ponder, and then they can respond to them and to the group and express how they're feeling or what they're thinking. And then as we go into the movement dynamic, those questions and those themes continue to present themselves. And I guide the class based on those themes and what I'm seeing in the other participants. So, you know, I really am aware of where everybody is in the class, what it is that they're um, doing physically, what that might represent mentally, emotionally, and and how they're experiencing the dynamic and what they might need at that time for themselves. And then um, the dynamic then comes to a close. And in the checkout, we do the same kind of process, thinking about how certain things, how they engaged with them, what occurred during the dynamic for them, how they felt, and then they have the opportunity to verbally share. But all of the sharing is really voluntary, So um, most participants do though, most people are looking for that opportunity to be able to share and connect. And so it really does create that that cyclical effect if people come and they express and then they move and they connect with themselves and they express again and it creates this movement, uh, mental, emotional movement for them that also creates uh, personal growth, also Mm -hmm. opens up ideas and capacities for them personally and dance wise.
0: It's super interesting. So I like and I know you've spoken to me before about how engaging in this kind of exploratory movement and and being part of of this type of of DNT really like helps support technique and bring it back into the belly dance space like even though these classes are not necessarily like belly dance focused, right?
1: Right. Yeah, definitely 100%. And I think that that's some Sometimes people have a hard time understanding. You think that you go to a lecture and they tell you, you know, you do Saidi like this, you do rock is like this. And so mm-hmm. you learn this structure and then you implement it or you go to a class and the teacher says, do it like this. Mm-hmm. Don't do it like this. And you're like, OK, well, then that's how I dance. But I find that um, there's sometimes just a lack of development of personal expression and exploration in the community. People are learning how to dance combinations. They're not learning how to express themselves. Like that idea of I teach you a combo and then when you perform, you can use this combo. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But if I asked you, well, what would you do? How do you want to express yourself? What does that look like? People are not nearly as quick to have an answer. So um, I find that there's a lot of imitation And not a lot of authentic representation and expression coming from self. And I'm not talking about authentically representing a culture. I'm not talking about authentically representing a dance style. I'm saying authentically representing yourself within a dance style, within a context. So... Um, that's one thing that I find that often dancers don't actually know what they'd want to do and they're just repeating and regurgitating what they've been told and they're not actually connecting with themselves. They're Mm -hmm. not creating or allowing for a connection to exist. And by missing that, they're just repeating and presenting things that have already been shown to them as what you should do. So there's a huge lack of connection people between what they want to do what they want to express how they want to feel what they want to share and what they're actually doing
0: Mm -hmm. I bet you Um, see this a lot in your coaching yeah I I I see it a lot I see a lot in general just in general but I mean like like working one-on-one with dancers and you're like okay but how do you want to express this move I can I can see how you're
1: exactly totally I mean in coaching you see it all the time because you know uh Once again, there's just it's so common for people to be kind of raised, so to speak, in this idea of like you do what I do. And there's not enough questions being asked in the beginning about, you know, uh, what do you want to do? How do you think about it? How would you feel? And don't show me something. Give yourself time to feel it out. And I do a lot of that, like you said, in coaching of asking these questions of, well, why? Like, Why Mm -hmm. did you choose this? Well, you know, why did you want to do this? What do you want to do? What would you choose? And people so often don't really have an answer because they've never been taught to think, you know, I always think about it as like, when I'm coaching, I'm teaching you to fish, I'm not going to give you a fish. I can make a choreography for you. I can make a great one. I can make one right, you know, that you know you could buy or whatever, but that does not inspire me at all as an artist or as a professional to just create a choreography for somebody else and have them pay me. What inspires me is to teach them how to make a quality choreography that they can actually take part in, that they can learn from, and then they gain all those skills and can continue to create for themselves through their own artistic voice, not doing what's mine, you know, Mm -hmm. that just, you know, it's just, I understand. And I appreciate the idea of learning how to express what somebody else is expressing and how they go about doing that. And that's why I take workshops. And that's why I take classes because I also, you know, I want to be in somebody else's dance shoes. And I push myself to be able to create that sense of, expression through the eyes through the body of another artist but at the end of the day I am my own artist and every real artist expects you to then take what they give you actually internalize it not just do it how you would have already done it entertain the ideas the theories the concepts that they presented in movement and then let that affect you and let you play with yourself inside their bubble inside their creation inside their idea And, and that's kind of the preferred way for me.
0: (laughs) And it's it's interesting too, because I see it is, it is a taught thing, right? Like that's not how we're taught to do things necessarily in workshops is to, to do it and then put your own little bit of a spin on it. But that is like, if you take a hip hop class, that's very much expected. You're not supposed to do it exactly like the teacher is doing it at the front. You're supposed to kind of put your own thing into it. So it really is a lot of the way that we kind of teach in this dance form.
1: Yeah. And I I think it, I mean, I think it really depends on who you've been, who you've been taking with because I I always felt like a lot of the teachers that I took with were like, this is what it is. This is the combination. This is the expression I'm going for. Show it to me, Mm -hmm. not show it to me how I'm doing it, but show it to me in your way, but still translates as what I'm trying to communicate. Um, a lot of um, a lot of Egyptian teachers that I've taken with in Rakhsharki, mm-hmm. you know, like they're giving you the complex ideas. It's your job to put your personality on top of it. You know, after about an, two hours in a workshop, they'll turn around and be like, well, yeah, you're doing the moves, <laughs> but I don't feel anything yeah. like you're not communicating anything to me. And expression and communication are just such a huge part of dance for me at this point. You know, I, I started in this really technical place and um, through um, a major evolution over my career, I've just really become so much more attached to the concept of connection and expression. You know, the connection that you create with yourself, the current connection that you create with your audience, the connection that you create with your community and the expression that lies in all of that, what it is that you want to say and how that moves through everything. And to kind of pull back to what you had said about how something that's exploratory and not just technique can benefit dancers. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the other major things is that people don't actually know where they're limited. People Mm -hmm. are dancing and doing moves how it suits them and how it fits them, but they don't actually know where their limitations are and i'm not talking about whether or not you can do a backbend or do a flip-flop or whatever i'm talking about uh specific styles and energies and efforts of movement and whether or not you can actually exhibit them Mm-hmm. So there's, um, so someone that I use a lot in reference in my move, connect, express, grow classes, and is a huge uh, foundation for dance movement therapy and for modern dance, it's considered like one of the grandfathers of modern dance in Europe mm-hmm. is uh, Rudolf Laban. And he created all of these concepts about the way to look at movement and the way to analyze movement. And uh, it makes you realize once you start thinking about them you will no actually I can't do that or when I do it I'm very uncomfortable or you know can you be can you be light in your body can you are you heavy in your body can you engage in movements direct movements indirect movements what kind of flow do you create in your body can you actually control these elements can, do you know how to control whether or not a movement is heavy or light in weight? And at what range can you do it? Is it small? Is it big? Can you create a drastic difference between how movements feel? And this is one of the things that I see a lot with dancers, you know, like how many different kinds of hip drops can you do? Like, can you take one hip drop and can you implement different ideas of directness and weight and time? and space, and can you allow that hip drop to actually evolve and change and feel different? And then when you dance, you're not doing the same hip drop every time, you have a nuanced way of expressing the hip drop based on the musicality that you're listening to. So it can be light, it can be perky, It can be heavy, it can be soft, it can be indirect, it can be direct, it can be sustained, it can be sudden, it can have contained flow, it can have free flow. Like these are all different ways that you can create one feeling and movement. And most people don't realize that they have limitations when it comes to that. They don't actually know their body in the context of all of these ideas, which why would you? (laughs) Yeah. Who's breaking these down? In, exactly. In, like, rock Cherokee classes around the world.
0: I mean, nobody, <laughs> nobody's,
1: nobody's talking about it because it's not a technique. You know, it doesn't teach you how to do a hip drop. It yeah. teaches you that you can do a hip drop in a billion ways. And it teaches you where your preferences lie. And it teaches you what you can't do because your body has a natural resistance and limitation to certain kinds of movements. Mm-hmm. you know, The experiences of our life exist in our body. Mm-hmm. It has been clinically proven at this point. Whereas in the 20th century, uh, dance movement therapists were you know, determined to prove that this existed and that this connection between the mind and the body was present. Now it's clinically proven that the mind and the body are inseparable. And your mental, emotional experiences are physically represented in how you move and how your body is felt and experienced and vice versa. So getting to know your body on a much deeper level through exploratory movement can open up so many possibilities. And one of those is personally that I really worked through was before I entered in my master's program, I... uh, I really enjoyed Bellity style, but I wasn't very good at it. (laughs) I just wasn't very good at it because it did not, my body did not have the capacity to inhibit the qualities of movement, to exhibit the qualities of movement that were necessary for Bellity style. I just couldn't do it. And so four years later, after I'd gone through the program, after I'd gone, you know and learned more about my body and also gone through my own personal growth process i was able to understand a what i wasn't able to do and two how to train myself to push to experience things in a new way and over time and now i love it now i really feel like i dance the style very well i feel incredibly comfortable mm. and i know it from an analytical and um, a kinesthetic perspective but It was only through releasing that experience and only through the concept of learning my body and where my limitations were and how that connected to me mentally, emotionally, was I allowed to release mentally, emotionally and relax into my body. So I was great at rock sharky because I could create these really long, straight lines. And I had all of this isolation and articulation and lots of power. And I could just do everything in this very, quote unquote, refined and polished way. But when I had to relax, I was screwed. You didn't have (laughs) it. I I, I didn't have it. I couldn't because I couldn't relax personally.
0: And this is where like the therapy element of dance movement therapy comes in, right?
1: Exactly. Exactly. So I couldn't relax personally. And until I could experience relaxing in these dynamics, like in movement sessions in DMT, process it and work through it, I would have never been able to get to the point where I could actually dance the style well because I personally was inhibited. I was inhibited in a mental, emotional way. So, and it's one of the things that we work on in the move, connect, express, grow classes is connecting where our body limitations line up with our mental, emotional limitations, or our mental, emotional states line up with our body, or if there's a total disconnect and looking for those places where maybe there's discomfort, maybe we're overcompensating Mm -hmm. and slowly learning how to explore and experience those things and allowing ourselves to kind of work through the process of how that movement creates connection and then how we can express it and work through it and how that creates growth. So that's really what the classes are all about. So not only does it give people an opportunity to connect with themselves and say like, oh, I don't know, what do I want to do? learning how to trust yourself, learning how to you know, feel confident in your movement choices, learning how to listen to
0: yourself and your body. These, and you're listing these things so, and I'm like, these are all things dancers are not good at <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> as a <whole. laughs> Exactly. And I'm, I, so I'm just like, uh, everybody needs to take this class. And people say that to me all the time. They're like, yeah. wow, I never knew that I needed a class like this.
0: That's actually and one of the comments I got on my, like when I was asking about classes for the bundle, they were like, I didn't know I needed move, connect, express, grow till I took it. Like, right. that's what I hear too. <laughs> exactly. And, and I,
1: it's one of those things where it's like dance movement therapy. It's just really hard to get somebody to understand until you experience it. It's one of those things where you have to come to a class and give it a try and just be opened and mindful and available and, you know, see, see how it works. Um, you know, a lot of people come to the class because it's self-care. A lot of people come to the class because it gives them an opportunity to not have to be a parent for a moment, gives them an opportunity to not have to execute technique. You mean you can do whatever you want, whenever you want to, and there's no judgment and there's no like, you know, produce, 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 be the best, be the best. You know, the freeing experience of just doing what you want to do and learning how to trust yourself is really powerful. So you know, a lot of, a lot of participants come and start to really learn how to connect and listen to their body and give themselves space for what their body needs, creating this sense of self-care based on where your body's at. Well, you know, if you're running around all day and you're doing all this stuff, you're not actually listening. A lot of times we're shoving it down because we don't want to hear what it has to say because it's not, well, it's not going to help us momentarily, you know, like we've got to go and we've got to do so. You know, I have participants who come and, you know, they'll spend, spend 30 minutes of the movement dynamic laying on the floor because it's really what they need. What they yeah. need is to take a break, you know, or learning what kinds of movements they often do, but that don't necessarily feel good in their bodies and trying opposition and seeing how they can kind of take care of themselves, feel what their body's asking for and listen to it. So often we're like, well, I should be trying something new or I should be, you know, like moving really fast or going hard. Everybody else is doing something like I should be doing something. I can't just sit here on the floor. I can't just lay here and breathe. This isn't good Mm -hmm. enough. Like I need to, they need to do something right now and learning how to step back from that and be able to honestly say to yourself, what I want to do right now is lay on the floor and that's okay. And I'm not going to judge myself for it. Mm-hmm. That's incredibly powerful. For real. Being able to like sit there and just contemplate or listen to the sensations in your body and just be like, oh, like my ankle, my ankle kind of feels like this. Well, what would it feel if I went like that? Like, how is it okay? Like, let's let's go on a tangent here. Mm-hmm. Like, where does this go? How could this feel? How could I start playing, being playful? engaging in something that seemingly has no quote unquote direct benefit is probably what we all actually really need Mm -hmm. is creating more connection and giving ourselves a sense of direct communication between the mind and the body letting the body have an opportunity to tell us what's going on instead of our mind being like well you should just stretch harder or you should move faster or you should be, you know, like, you shouldn't be so insert blank. Mm -hmm. And then just like trying to push our way through to something else, or just being like, you know, well, you're tired, so let's sit down. Or, you know, like, you just want to like, splash around, like you're in in a bathtub. Well, that sounds great. Splash around, you know, like you want to throw your hair around for five minutes, like a headbanger, do it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, giving people the space to do that. Obviously the set, well, I mean, not obviously, but the sessions are all guided, as I mentioned before. So it's not like you have 30 minutes and you're just kind of like out there. What, know, do like do oh, what do goodness. I do with my 30 30- minutes? Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's very accompanied. You know, I don't spend the entire time talking at all but I'm very present of where people are in the process. And I continually make sure to check in and give guidance and prompts. And never, I never say like, you know, push your hand against the wall or, you know, we leave pretty things pretty abstract, but giving open-ended ideas of how they could, uh, you know, continue their journey, where they could take their movement, but also giving them opt out options. If you feel like, You know, like if you're not in this, then this, you know, like, you know, and participants always know that they can come in and out of my guidance. So if you're listening to me in the beginning and you lose me for 10 minutes, that's totally cool. You know, go on your journey, do your thing. And if you come back at the end, great, you know, but it's more like I'm there as like a hand and it's like, you can hold my hand as tight as you
0: want it. But if you don't need it that much, I'm still there whenever you come back. Yeah. So
1: that sounds that's pretty amazing. much the function I'm, of the class.
0: I'm pretty excited to get people into this in the bundle, get them it, trying it out. Right. Cause like, that's where the, the magic happens is giving it a shot. Exactly. Um, but what is something you would maybe suggest people who are listening to the podcast today? What's a, what's a little something that they could do to kind of check in with their bodies and their movement today, like while they practice or while they're sitting at their desk or in the car or like, you know, what's, how can right. we get a little piece of this today for people who are listening to the podcast?
1: Yeah, well, definitely go check out check out the uh, the Instagram challenge so you can check out my video because that's probably a little what we're gonna be doing exactly. Um, but <laughs> but what I would say is, um, uh, try and find a, a space where you're not gonna like be distracted by other people or nothing's too loud. And I would say to you know if you feel comfortable to close your eyes, please close your eyes because that really helps us cue into the body when we take away visual distractions. And I would say to do um, maybe about four or five cycles of of soft breath, however they feel like they need to take the breath, and then to just kind of let it continue very softly. And then as their eyes are closed, to just start to pay attention to what they're noticing in their body. Like, is there a specific area that's really jumping out that needs some kind of attention or is, you know, is your back hurting or do you feel tension in the neck or, you know, like, are your socks really scratchy and your feet are uncomfortable and just go through the body and just allow yourself to be aware without placing a judgment, what am I actually feeling in my body? And try not to imply with the mind then how that should change or whether or not it is or isn't true. So when you think like, oh, well, like I have tension in my neck, well, I should be working out more. So, you know, like maybe I'll take care of that later at the gym. No, don't do that. Just acknowledge that there's something happening. There's a sensation, you know, are your hip bones placed firmly into the seat where you are? How is that sensation Move you. What are you feeling, and what does the body have a desire to do? Not to. What do you think it should do? Not what do you want it to do? What would the body honestly ask for? What kind of movement would be pleasing to the body, not to you, not to your mind, not to your emotions, not to your, you know, your objectives? Your body.
0: Amazing. That's what I would say. I'm excited. Like I kind of want people to tell us what that, is, what that is, like, what does, what did your body want to do? I want to know. Right. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> come tag us on <laughs> Instagram. We'll find Tell out. Us.
0: <laughs> yes. Please. Um, amazing. Amanda, thank you so much for taking the time to be part of the bundle, to come on the podcast, to be part of the Instagram challenge. Uh, I absolutely adore having you. I kind, I kind of think you're a genius. Like every time I talk to you, I'm like, oh my God, she's just so good at this. <laughs> like, I love it.
1: Thank you. Can thank you, you so much
0: sh- for having me. Can you share uh where can people find you if they're listening to this past the bundle out into the wild where can they find you all the things online (laughs) on the internet
1: (laughs) (laughs) on the internet amanda dance is my website it's also my handle on instagram and on facebook um, I've been majority online teaching online classes for six years, so I offer a lot of regular stuff, and I have coaching. I have pre-recorded classes. I do live classes every once in a while. I have the Move Connect Express Grow classes, which are live and then re- and recorded though participants are never recorded, I'm the only one who's recorded. And, um, and I also do intensives uh, if people are interested in listening, but I do a choreography creation intensive. It's a six month long program and I will be running it again in 2021.
0: 2022.
1: Whatever, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like- I'm currently running it in 2021, but we'll be doing go. it in 2022. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> awesome. So I have one last question for you before we go. Okay. And yep. I would like to know, throughout this pandemic mm-hmm. that we've had, what is the most positive dance experience you've had through it? I'm trying to bring some positivity to all the all right. the crap. <laughs> no, it's,
1: to- it's totally true. I think I, I, this is going to sound really like, uh, I don't know, cliche or cheating. But honestly, starting the Move Connect Express Grow classes has been the most positive experience that I've had Because I've been able to see how impactful it's been for other dancers and have them tell me how moving and how supportive and how important it's been to them. And that for me is just really everything. So that's really being able to share this side of dance and movement with people has been amazing. And then seeing how people respond to it and how much it benefits them and does for them is just the greatest
0: gift in the world, in all honesty. So I'm sorry, but that's literally got to be my real answer. No, I see. And what you're saying, right? Like, just listen to your body and don't put judgments on top of it. Don't put yes. judgment on your answer, Amanda. I'm not. I sister, just feel bad. It's the answer. Just, like, literally connected
1: back <laughs> into what I was just talking about. Like yeah, that's what talk. we're here for. <laughs> but it's it's legit. The real it's the real answer. Honestly, it makes me. It's made me want to cry because uh,
0: to see how how much it helps people. So I just love that's it. Amazing. Well, everyone, you can get these classes through the bundle. We have a four pack in the bundle that you're running in January yeah. of 2022. Yep. In addition Mm -hmm. to your reset and refresh series, if you didn't catch it in 2021, you can catch the replay of it here in the bundle. And if you're listening far in the future, the bundle's over. Check out Amanda's site, see what she's got going on because she might still be teaching this class and you're going to want to check it out. Yeah, I'm sure.
1: Definitely. Thank you so much, Tiffany. I really appreciate your time and doing the bundle. Thank you so much.
0: Bye everyone. It all comes back to something super important in your dance. You. Your body, your feelings, your movements. This underpins everything that you do. It's not divorced from your dance. It is your dance. It's something super important to take away from this conversation. If you loved it and are looking for those links, follow Amanda on social and check out more about her at the links listed at thebellydancebundle.com slash 69. You'll be able to experience the series of her Move, Express, Connect, and Grow class through the 2021 bundle, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Go and enjoy your body today. Try to be mindful of how it feels as you move through your day. There's always so much going on. It's a great way to bring yourself back to this moment.